0: In flames. Yes. That's Skid Row playing us in this week on the Home Wrecker podcast. Welcome, everybody. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, and as always, I'm joined by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique.
1: Bang, bang. Shoot him up.
0: Yes. Yes tremendous so i'm gonna tell everybody why we decided to open this week with skid row
1: because they're awesome
0: yeah why else would we want to open with skid row
1: because we enjoy listening to them
0: okay yeah
1: it's not the reason
0: i was looking for though a
1: great catalog of music
0: do they really have a great catalog, would you say? I mean, it's only like two albums, really, with their original lead singer, Sebastian Bach. But it was great. That were really of note, I guess. But I it was mean, was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Of course, it is fantastic, not was. They had three albums with Sebastian, actually four, if you count the EP, sides Ourselves. And then Subhuman Race came out, but that was one that not really a lot of people talk about. And then he left the band.
1: Allegedly because of Kiss.
0: That's the story anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So anyhow, the reason I'm looking for, you want to give it one last shot?
1: What is, because we saw Sebastian Bach perform the first Skid Row album this week.
0: Yay. Finally. Ding, ding, ding. Finally. Finally. Yes. And it was awesome. (laughs) So that's what we're going to talk about this week. We're going to talk about our awesome concert experience and then uh, probably toss in some other concert experiences that we've had and some bands that we've seen live over and throughout the years and different venues we've been to and stuff like that. You're probably going to have a lot more exciting different venue stories because of all the different punk and ska, 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 huh?
1: I'm shaking my head now. Yeah,
0: well, s- gay. S- the gay worst part bands? is like
1: I don't remember s- half s- the shows s- I've s- gone s- to. Yeah, well, mm, that's okay.
0: The ones you remember, we'll talk about. How's yeah. that sound? But yeah, first off, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm great, but I'm a little exhausted. We've Why? had a non-stop week. Okay. Well, I guess I have.
0: It's, wow, what's that supposed to mean?
1: <laughs> well. I mean, I was doing stuff every day this week.
0: Uh, I do stuff every day. What's your point? <laughs> You're already getting frustrated. This is awesome. Good. Do you
1: have to be such a dick about it? Wow.
0: Okay, I'm going to bleep that. Go <laughs> ahead.
1: Do, do you really want me to go ahead or, or should I just skip on? Carry on. Okay. Please. Well, Monday... I took a voiceover class, which you encouraged me to do. Yes, I did. I guess we should explain that we were in the car and I was impersonating a voicemail that I got of a woman. And Alex said, you should do voiceover. To which I replied, Really? Because I've wanted to do that for a very long time,
0: and you've never once mentioned it to me. I ever. never told anybody. You've never mentioned that to me. Never. You have the perfect voice for it. Uh. You have the perfect voice for. It. Anyway, go well, ahead. Well, he said because of my
1: voice, and I've mentioned it before in the show. But I always see, like, I'll watch cartoons, and I thought, yeah, I could put my voice to use and and do something, and maybe make money, and not get made fun of for. But I never told anybody and you mentioned that and I thought maybe that was the universe trying to open that door for me. So I looked and I found a voiceover class that was it was on a Sunday. I found the class and it was starting, it was starting the, next, <laughs> day. <laughs> the yeah. next day. So,
0: yeah, yeah, you were kind of apprehensive and I'm like, just do it. Just sign up for it right now. Well, I was trying to Don't think, think about of it. Do
1: reasons it. why I couldn't. But they were really just excuses.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: I did it. And it was awesome. I had a blast.
0: Yeah. And you've got a couple more, right? Yes. Good. Um, Yeah. yeah. Awesome.
1: But it was really fun.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And then Tuesday, we had our concert, our show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We saw Sebastian Bach perform the entire first Skid Row album from start to finish. And then he did a couple of encore songs afterwards. Also Skid Row songs. Yes. That were great.
1: And we'll go into that more in depth.
0: Sure. Okay. I guess. Well, we'll hear about the rest of your week first before we talk about the awesome concert. Yeah.
1: My, my week doesn't seem as exciting now compared to that.
0: Go ahead. Oh, are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just giving you a hard time. Go ahead.
1: Wednesday. I got my MRI for my shoulder. Finally. Yeah. And they stuck like a big needle inside my shoulder so they could put contrast in and they use lidocaine, but she's like the, uh, the PA physician's assistant said, "The lidocaine doesn't really go down there, so you might feel some pain, some burning." And I'm like, "Okay, all I could feel was crunching and it actually felt kind of neat." All right. And then I enjoyed my MRI. It was very cozy, and I started dozing off.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. You you're the first person I've ever heard say that an MRI was cozy.
1: It was so cozy. I like enclosed spaces.
0: Yeah. I I've never I've had several MRIs in my life. Mm-hmm. I've never had a problem until like one of the most recent ones I had where for the first time ever, I got super claustrophobic. I started freaking out in there. I don't know why. I still don't have have yeah. a, any reason why I did, but I was like freaking out in there and th- you got to sit in there for like 30 minutes and w- pff, like the first five minutes, I'm just freaking out. Like what's going on? I, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I don't know why. Maybe that specific no MRI clue.
1: was haunted.
0: Okay, sure. I'm.
1: I'm just thinking of reasons. Yeah, that's. Oh no, you don't think so? Okay. Yeah,
0: we're we're going into the ridiculous <laughs> now. I'm trying to be serious here, and you're getting crazy ridiculous. it's yes, a haunted MRI. That's yeah, that explains it. But anyway, after like five minutes, I calmed myself down, just talked myself down. I was being irrational, and then after that. It I think I've had two since that one. Mm. And yeah, you were fine. I was fine. Yeah. So I, I don't know why, but just that one time I was freaking out. <laughs> made no sense at all. But anyway. Well, it I, happened. I, I don't think they're cozy, but I have fallen asleep in them.
1: Oh, I think they're cozy. And this one was awesome because they nestled my shoulder in this certain thing to hold it in place. Yeah. And then they put pillows up against my arm to hold my arm in place. So I slid in the machine and I was like tucked in and it was very cozy
0: tremendous Mm -hmm. very nice So that was fun (laughs) okay Uh, and and we obviously still don't know what's going on with your shoulder
1: yeah well we'll find out when i get to my doctor's appointment for it
0: isn't it great that it takes so long just to get diagnosed i remember years ago you kind of knew pretty much right away. Now it's like you got to go to this doctor, then you got to go to this doctor, then you got to get an x-ray done, then you got to get an MRI done, then you got to go back to this doctor. And you can't go all in the same day or within a week. It's always like spread out over Mm -hmm. four or five weeks. In my case, years. Yeah. Just to get to the bottom of what's going on. Yeah. It's good times. American healthcare. There you go. All right. Yeah. What else?
1: Then on Thursday... I got my hair cut and colored.
0: Yay. Yeah. Okay. The things we talk about on the podcast. I know. Well,
1: I, I decided, so the salon I go to, I go to Salon Opa in Manchester, Manchester, New Hampshire. And Dora is the owner and she's fabulous. And I was talking to her last time I went about hair color and we talked about different colors. She mentioned she'd like to do a copper color. And then that got stuck in my head. And I thought, yeah, I haven't been red in a while. So I talked to her. I gave her some ideas of what I wanted. And she did my hair. And it was really neat because the color I wanted was lighter. And I was worried about dark roots looking bad. So she did darker roots. But it blends so well. I call it the phantom root. And yeah, it was awesome. So now I'm a redhead. I'm still a blonde on the inside. but redhead on the outside.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you get your hair cut and colored. Yeah.
1: It's fun being a girl.
0: What else have you done this week? Your busy, crazy, amazingly fantastic, exhausting week.
1: Like we never (laughs) go out and do anything that this is my crazy getting out of the house week. What so, anyway, does that say? so go ahead. Well, Friday, you got out of the house and you got a haircut.
0: I get out of the house every day. What's your point? Well, you
1: know what I mean. And you cut your beard, but I didn't notice. Okay. Well, because you always have it tied I with the last time. So, we were talking about your crazy week. I know, but now I'm throwing <laughs> it on you and you got a haircut, but you look very handsome. Thank you.
0: You do. Thank you very much.
1: And then, let's see, Saturday, I went to the fall f- contest and they were going to have all these vendors there a little disappointed. We got there. There was like two people outside. There wasn't a lot of vendors. There were a couple people on the inside, but I guess I was expecting more or at mm. least more free samples. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm. All right. But it's, but it it's, was fun.
1: Yeah, it was great. I was with my parents and our two boys, not the youngest.
0: Yeah, we we got to hang out it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time Going around doing stuff. It was cool.
1: Yeah But that was My week. Oh and I because I changed my hair color I had to get new makeup because as many ladies know Your hair color if you Go from a drastic change you have to change your makeup sometimes your lip color bronzer blush eyeshadow things of that nature it it, it kind of just has to be done i think a lot of ladies would back me up on this <laughs> i stand here shaking my head like i'm trying to convince alex like it's okay it had to be done
0: and alex is just waiting to get on with it already All Come right, on, right let's, let's get, get on with, with it. it anything else we talked if there about was, makeup, haircuts, stop. and Even if there hair was, colors. I can tell you're
1: not interested, so I will stop. I know my place.
0: <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about our concert experience seeing Sebastian Bach this week. Yeah. All right. So why don't you start us off? Where, where was the show?
1: It was at Wally's in Hampton, New Hampshire, what Hampton a, Beach.
0: What an establishment.
1: Yes, it was.
0: Mama always said. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <sighs> Wally's was an establishment.
1: It's an establishment and we got there. I was hoping to grab somewhere to sit just so we're not standing all night because
0: it's a general admission type of ticket. Yeah. So there's no But it's a, it's a restaurant
1: and a bar, so I figured there are places to sit.
0: And there were, but But those are taken. They were all taken. Yeah, there, there there was only a few. Yes.
1: But we get there, and the first band hasn't even gone on yet. It wasn't super packed at this point. It was a sold-out show, but it wasn't super packed. Doors were opening. And I see a waitress bringing pizza to one of the tables, and I thought, I'm going to ask her if there's anywhere else to sit because that way we can sit. Even if that means I have to order something, at least we can sit down and kind of get off our feet a little bit. So I asked a waitress passing by, is there anywhere else to sit and eat food? Her response, she had an accent and she said, "Um, I'm not sure. I, I think there's only pizza. I'm like, what? <laughs> that was not my question. I'm no. thinking, what a crappy waitress. <laughs> then later on, I realized, I don't think she's actually a waitress. I think she's just somebody here at a show, maybe bringing pizza to a table. Yeah, I don't she, know.
0: She went to get pizza for her table yeah. or something. That's what we're thinking, yeah.
1: But then later on... I see her bringing pizza to other tables and she was going back and forth. So maybe she worked there for the night or something, or she was new cause she'd stop and take pictures of the band playing. But I saw her and then she was bringing trash from tables and I don't know.
0: She so was the bringing qua- trash? Yeah. Like, what? so
1: she was like clearing off tables. Oh. oh, okay. So I'm like, sh- I think she's a waitress, but I don't know. I don't think I ever will. But if she was, she was a bad waitress. At least, (laughs) at least in my perspective.
0: Fascinating story.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we had (laughs) we had two friends join us. Our friends Sean and Lainey.
0: Yeah, everybody knows Sean. Yes, Sean, previous guest on the podcast, and our friend Lainey. Yeah.
1: And it was really fun seeing them. I was going to go get some water at the bar, and this was. I think after the first or second band played and I realized trying to get through all the people walking because we were on one side kind of in the back across from us was the bar and there was the middle where people walked in between us. It was like playing Frogger trying to get across to the bar. Like you'd go to walk and people would be coming by and you'd have to stop and then like go and then stop and go. So that was interesting. There was no clear designated path to go through anywhere. Okay. You just had to chance it.
0: Fascinating.
1: And speaking of Gorman, he wore a They Live shirt and he got tons of compliments. Really, really excited. Two really excited guys comp- were complimenting him. Those, those two him. guys
0: that I thought were going to jump them?
1: Oh my gosh. they Because they were so happy
0: that he was they wearing a They Live shirt?
1: Yes. Yeah. They, they were...
0: Those guys were pumped
1: I, I was like are they slightly aroused i can't tell but it was kind of cool like they like the shirts an awesome shirt but yeah these these guys were like is that they live and our friends like yeah and they're like, let's go that's so cool that's awesome and then they're just quoting they live so it was really neat because that's a fabulous movie but it was also a, it, it kind of got to the point of like okay we should be done now yet they kept going and then it got a little awkward and we had to like slowly back away.
0: Yeah, it was a little, a little weird. Like it's one
1: thing to compliment somebody and get excited and oh, it's a movie shirt, quote the movie. But then to just keep going and going to the point where the people are like, I think we've gone through the whole entire movie script now, so we're going to go. But hey, they're an enthusiastic bunch. Good for them.
0: These guys are pumped.
1: Good for them for appreciating a fabulous movie. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass.
0: <laughs> and I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, yeah, they live, baby.
1: Such a good movie. So the first man played, I, I don't
0: It was like Drive Shaft or Mind Drive or Drive know. Mine.
1: I was gonna say I don't remember. They recall were from it.
0: Maine. I remember that. Yes. They were from Maine. And they had their merch set up right behind us, and nobody was watching it. Nobody was running it. They put up, you know, put up like CDs, stickers. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was there. <laughs> I didn't either till till after, and they just left. You know, their CDs like stacked up there with I think it was like bumper stickers or stickers. Were they on or the honor whatever. system of like taking? Yeah, something? apparently wow. it was. And they came over after their set. And the singer was a big dude. He was like probably 6'5 or something. He was big. And uh, and like 300 pounds or so. He was he was a big guy. And he comes over and a lady says to him, Oh, yeah, somebody grabbed the CD, but they put money in the basket. He looks in and it was the amount of money that they were charging for their CD and stuff. So, yeah, I guess. I don't know if anybody... Good for you,
1: New Hampshire. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know if any, anybody grabbed anything else, but I didn't even know anything was behind us mm-hmm. till. Until <laughs> that guy walks up like, oh, hey, that's the singer of the band. We're oh, he's jerks. a big guy. We're like blocking around, oh, the, the merch. there's all their merch. We've just been standing right next to it. We're blocking oh, it cool. so nobody knew. Yeah, right. Whoops. But they were they were all right. I, again, I forget the name. It was like Mind Drive mm-hmm. or Drive Mine or Mind Shaft. Drive Shaft. It's like something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, something. they were from Maine. But yeah. anyway, the next band was awesome. Cobra you,
1: and the Lotus. You
0: goofed on them the entire time with Laney, but I was sitting there <laughs> like, "This band's awesome. They're pretty good.
1: They're good. Okay, but it seemed like they were the vocalist. It's a female vocalist, and they're like, kind her of name of is like, Cobra. Cobra with a K. K. Yeah, she had a backing track. So remember the Saturday Night Live Ashley Simpson fiasco where she's singing and then something happened and she stopped singing but the vocals kept going. Yeah, wasn't there like
0: that was like ten years ago or Yeah, so, right? Yeah.
1: So what vocalists do sometimes is they use a backtrack to kind of fill the vocals. So they really do sing, but they also have that as well to kind of help with the sound. And I think that's what they were doing. And Laney pointed out that she saw the sound guys using an iPod for their songs um. in the soundboard but you okay. could hear it cuz at one point her mouth is shut and the mic is away but you hear her voice going and nobody else is the guys in the uh, band were I didn't I
0: didn't notice that but okay yeah they weren't are.
1: singing in the mic uh-huh so i feel like that's kind of like cheating and that's not very metal
0: whatever eh. i enjoyed them. i thought i thought they were good they were they were they were very theatrical in their presentation you could tell they've been a band for a while mm. there they seemed like they had really good chemistry they had like a whole their whole presentation was pretty good for for a local band or not they're not even local they're national
1: they're from act. canada
0: yeah but they're like a national touring act yeah. they've like been on billboard and stuff which i again i'd never heard of them until this show radio, really. <laughs> yeah at all but i mean i'd never heard of them until this show and i i got excited before they came out because i heard the sound guys talking about how they they were, uh, the, the night before they were in Laconia, New Hampshire, and they saw them there, or, or they worked the sound for them there, or whatever, they were talking about how that band is really good, and whoever they were talking to, they were talking to, I don't know, somebody they knew or whatever, and they were just saying how, yeah, Cobra and the Lotus is awesome, they're so awesome. And then the guy they were talking to asked, well, how's Sebastian Bach? They said, oh, he was great, too. He really engages with the crowd. He's really, he's on. He's just really good. So you're going to have a good time. And so I, I was getting excited because I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like picking up the, the inside scoop. Mm. Yeah, from you're the,
1: eavesdropping.
0: From the uh, the the sound guys. So, yeah, I was, I was excited. I, I was getting pumped for it. And then, like I said, when they came out, they had like this whole, like their drummer. It was a dude with like long hair and a beard looked exactly like how I used to look, and he's jacked, like, for for a musician, I mean, most musicians you see, stereotypical musician, prototypical musician, kind of skinny, somewhat in shape, but not, not, like, big or anything, this dude was, like, he was big for a musician, you know, not, not by pro wrestling standards or anything, but he comes out, he's got his shirt off, they get the lights kind of dimmed, and, like, a, kind of, like, a small spotlight on him, and he's behind the drum set, his arms are up, like, in, like, an X, kind of, and then he, like, Slowly points over to as like they have like a little entrance music kind of deal, and like one by one, all the band members came out. You're looking at me like, "Did I'm like, I don't remember. Did you not see this? this? (laughs) Were you not paying attention?" I think I was
1: talking to Lainey.
0: And 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 so I was like, "Oh, oh, okay, this is cool. They've got like a a little presentation kind of thing. I I I appreciate that kind of stuff." And so one by one, the band members come out, and then they start you know going into whatever their first song was, and all of a sudden, a girl comes flying out onto the stage, just like blonde girl. And start singing. I'm like, oh, it's a it's a girl singer. Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. All right. I figured it was one of the guys that was already on the stage. And then they broke into their first song, and they sounded good. I I I enjoyed they were them. Bad. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought I thought they did a really good job. So.
1: Yeah, it was funny because the bass player was kind of making some faces, and he reminded me of Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you t- you you were telling me that, and I'm looking at you like, what are you talking about? I this like, guy looks nothing like Keanu Reeves it's Keanu at Reeves. all. Nothing like him, N- not a bit.
1: I'm not saying he looked like Keanu Reeves per se. I'm just saying that- the faces that he was making <laughs> reminded me of like watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and like the <laughs> face, and that I was calling him Dog Star.
0: <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But. <laughs> then the third band was on.
0: The third band. Yes. Yes. So then Sebastian Bach comes out and it was freaking amazing. It was so good.
1: Well, where we were, we were in the back of the club yeah, we're, We were right bar. behind the sound guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, right so we're behind, behind the, sound the sound guys. There's, it's like the ceiling drops a little bit where the sound booth is. And there's like ventilation up there. And I don't know if that's what was causing issues with us being able to hear the bands because the sound didn't seem that great. So they, Sebastian Bach starts and we can't even hear him.
0: I couldn't hear him at all. I thought we his thought mic was, the, was off. Yeah, we're yeah. like, Is the
1: mic, you got to turn the mic on, guy.
0: And, and everybody behind us was screaming. We can't hear.
1: There were two broads behind us screaming.
0: They were so loud. Oh, they yeah. were so
1: loud screaming. We can't hear you and getting mad and... I could hear those girls. But yeah, I don't know if the sound guys could. But I wasn't going to relay anything. But yeah, everyone was yelling how we couldn't hear. So yeah, couldn't Lainey hear went up kind of halfway through, went past the sound guys more towards the front. And she's like, oh yeah, it sounds way better up here. So we moved up and it was better.
0: Oh, it was awesome. We, we waited till. Right after 18 in Life to go up there. Because yeah. he played the entire first Skid Row album in, in order. And of course, you know, with breaks in between songs, he'd sit and BS with the crowd.
1: Oh, he so was he, awesome. He
0: was, yeah, he was awesome. At one
1: point, <laughs> this guy was... I, I couldn't see exactly, but he's holding up...
0: He's holding up his phone. His
1: phone. And he's like, I don't want to look at your phone, man. I'm kind of fucking busy. It was like, that's awesome. But he kind of had that shtick throughout the yeah, night. He,
0: yeah. And he... Yeah. And he... he uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he he grabs the guy's phone yeah and he just goes into it he's oh, yeah. i'm not busy i'm, I'm not doing it i'm gonna look at this guy's phone i'm not in the middle of a concert or anything no. He just goes on for like a good so two three minutes let's, awesome. let's
1: talk about though sebastian bach comes out on stage yeah. he looks great his hair is fabulous voice like butter But the sound wasn't so good for us, as we just discussed. So I'm so glad we did go to the front so we could actually hear him. Yeah. In his phenomenal voice.
0: Yeah, the dude's got pipes. Give him that. And you could tell he's, it's all him. It's not, he doesn't have any backing tracks or anything like that. He can sing. That That dude can sing. Yeah. And he was, he was hitting everything. He's in
1: Everything! He's
0: in his late 50s, isn't he? No, he was 51. Oh, 51. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. He talked about it. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. He talked
1: about that in Forensic Files. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: If you're at the show, you know what we're talking about. I'm sure yeah. if you've seen him on this tour, you he's, probably he's know. probably
0: talked about forensic files. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, just I was amazed. I'm like, wow, like he's just he's just hitting every note, and he wasn't stopping for breath or you know, he's just yeah. holding his notes, and he guy was incredible. He was. I'll give it to him. He was incredible. Awesome. It, and the band was really good, too. They were. They
1: were it really was good. so entertaining. It was fun. But just listening to it, sometimes when you go see bands live, it's going to sound different than an album. But his voice.
0: Did you just say album? Album. You said album. 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 A-L-B-U-M. Album. Album.
1: <laughs> you just got to make Al bum Like Al is a bum And your name is Al <laughs> You're a bum That These are the things that pop in my brain bum, yeah, yeah. Bum, yeah, yeah. That amused me
0: Okay Album It's Al bum <laughs> Album Not Al Album. Album You said Al
1: well, if I did, I didn't mean to. Well,
0: good. Correct yourself now. <laughs> you like those people that say acrossed? I do not like, say there's that. There's no freaking T in across. Okay, everybody? Anybody listening? If you say acrossed, there's no T there. So stop it. All right. Anyway.
1: I, I don't Next. speak like that. And, I know. Or Valentine's Day. Oh,
0: God. Okay. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's move on because I'm going to get super frustrated going down that road. Okay.
1: I know how to push your buttons. Moving on. Moving on. It was like listening to his album.
0: Well, it was Skid Row's album, to be fair. Well, it's his he voice. Was. It's his voice, but he didn't write any of the music.
1: But it's his voice. I'm okay, saying yeah, if you're using yeah. your ears and you're listening to his voice.
0: Yeah, he's he, he's singing it just like on the album. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And it
1: sounded fantastic. Yeah, he was, was awesome. Great.
0: Yeah, he was great. It was really good and and his band was awesome. Uh I think the bass player was from UFO. I don't remember the guy's name. The drummer is uh Rob Halford's drummer and the guitarist was a guy who I'd never heard of before. He didn't say he was from any other band or anything like that, so he might just be like a touring musician or something, but they were all really good. I mean, everything sounded great. So Oh, so good. Yeah, they were right on point with everything. They were they were great. It was it was like you said, it was like listening to the album and they were they were spot on yes. yeah really they, really good
1: it, it was so much fun
0: and i guess he was saying uh, for the encore they came out they did monkey business and the threat from mm-hmm. skid Row's slave to the grind album and he was saying that they're practicing because they're going to be doing slave to the grind yeah. from start to finish i think he said next month they're going to be touring that and i'm just nice. like oh that's awesome but yeah. yeah phenomenal anyhow
1: i got a little video yeah, of I'll Remember You. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that was awesome. I love that song. Seeing that live, yeah. I was a little was sad,
1: and I know you got annoyed, but during Youth Gone Wild, I really wanted a pit to start, and I wanted to get in the pit.
0: The, the girl who's been complaining about her shoulder being messed up, oh, I'm gonna go in the pit. I'm like, yeah. are you freaking out of your mind? What's wrong with you? Come on. Because
1: it's an awesome song to go in a pit to.
0: I got a bad shoulder. Every- My shoulder's killing me. Oh, mosh pit. Let me go jump in.
1: Yeah. Well, it's gonna hurt me anyway
0: make no sense but
1: i i quickly realized that most of the people were our age and much older
0: yeah it was people a lot older than us it seemed like we yes. were we were on the younger like side like they were our age there. when
1: that album first came out 30 years ago <laughs>
0: i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah there was a lot of uh there's a lot of balding overweight middle-aged people there
1: mm-hmm. a lot of drunk broads a
0: lot of lot of yeah older
1: drunk broads wearing clothes way too tight for them which, good for you, ladies. Hey,
0: good for you. Yeah, absolutely. There's that one guy who who was like 6'8". <gasps> the was, wrestler! Guy, I, I guess. <laughs> I'm just okay. like, this is the guy you're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't think he was a wrestler, but okay.
1: No. Okay, let me explain why I said that. Okay. This guy's freaking huge. He has blonde, somewhat feathered hair. Yeah, he's probably yeah. like 6'8". Yeah. Big burly guy.
0: Yeah, but he wa- but he wasn't like big muscular. It was like big, just a big just guy. Big. Yeah, was just big. Yeah,
1: but he wasn't. No, he wasn't fat or anything. He wasn't he was fat. Just, he was just no. like a big
0: dude. Yeah,
1: and you could just tell it was his build. And I think it was Gorman said something about him being a wrestler.
0: Yeah, and he looks at me. He's like, "Who is that guy? You know who he is, right?" And I'm like,
1: "I thought he no. was joking."
0: <laughs> Like, no, I don't have any idea who that is at all. No clue. (laughs) He looks like a dude that's stuck in 1985. Yeah. Just just the way he was dressed and the way his hair was. Yeah. But supposedly, go ahead. Well, I I said
1: to him, I said, oh, I'll go ask him what promotion he works for. I don't care. And he's like, well, I overheard someone saying, oh, you're the wrestler guy. And so I said, Gorman, do you think they meant the movie The Wrestler? (laughs) Like, because he kind of looks like him
0: maybe he kinda. I don't think he necessarily
1: I did I think just that style being tall and big and the hair
0: I, I guess maybe I guess I don't know whatever I if, if, if you're if wondering
1: the, the wrestler with Mickey Rourke is yeah. the movie we're referring to which yeah. I think that's what they were referring to
0: I guess I don't know he he just looked like a big guy that liked heavy metal of 1980s style hair and dress
1: he seemed nice
0: yeah, he seemed like a nice yeah. enough guy I, I don't know. I wasn't like hanging out and talking with him or anything, but no, he seemed like he was we in a, he shared
1: a comment about he had, something. He had and like a happy
0: demeanor. Yeah. So he seemed fine. But Corbin's like, Hey, who is that? You know who that is? Right. I'm like, Nope. <laughs> no idea. And he's like, Oh, he, he's a wrestler. Ooh, don't, don't you know who he is? I'm like, I don't have a clue who that guy is. No, Mm-mm. no idea. Anyway. Eh. What else?
1: The bathroom, the drunk broads in the bathroom. That was fun. Bathroom experiences. Okay. I don't know how it is for guys.
0: Easy. You walk in, you take care of business, you walk out.
1: It's never like that in a ladies room. There's, everyone has to be Gabby. All right. And I go in the bathroom. There's a wait. There's only two stalls. There's another woman in there. When broad comes out. Now, the room is tiny. You can't open a stall door without hitting somebody with it if there's anyone in the bathroom. I
0: love how you're calling everybody broads.
1: Chicks? Is that better?
0: Carry on. Anyway. Just just making an observation. Go ahead.
1: One lady comes out, is that better? She washes her hands.
0: Say whatever you want, it's just funny. I'm just and pointing I'm, it out.
1: I happen to notice in the other stall, whoever is in there has these really pretty shoes. And I'm thinking, those are really pretty. Huh. I kind of have a pair sort of like that, but they're not that pretty. So these are, this is what I'm thinking. She comes out, this woman's probably in her mid-50s and she's wearing, uh, it's like a light pink dress that you put the belt on at the waist to kind of tighten it, that kind of style. It's kind of 80s and she is so drunk and she's stammering out of the stall and she's just saying, I have to wash my hands to her, I don't know if she's telling me or saying it to herself. And then she ke- she walks over to the sink, like takes another stagger over to the sink. I have to wash my hands. And I'm thinking, okay, if you move, I can get in the stall cause I really have to pee lady. So I get in the stall, then the other one comes out and they start talking about getting their period. And I'm just like, they don't even seem to know each other. They're just going into this conversation. I'm thinking, can I just stay in the stall until they're gone? But they're taking forever. So finally, I, I get out. I bump, it, I bump them with the door, and the woman's talking. The really drunk woman's talking about how she got her period. Then she proceeds to ask me if there's any blood on her. Yeah. So I look and I say, No, you're you're good. And she was saying um, she was saying she was so worried that that would happen. And I said, well, I'm sure somebody would tell you if it did. And she proceeded. But it it was weird. A little awkward.
0: So I was sitting here listening to that story. (laughs) How
1: do you think I felt? I was there. I I had to be a part of that. Yeah. It, It was very weird. But hey, you know, shows, it's what happens. You go see a band drunk ladies in the bathroom i guess this is the stuff that happens
0: all right yeah wonderful mhm so that was sebastian bach hell of a show the venue was a venue
1: oh and i forgot to mention his microphone had brass knuckles on them and it was really cool that's right yeah. yes
0: yes he did yeah that's right yeah i, I remember seeing that and, and i i meant to say something but i just it just didn't, What I was caught up in the music and whatever, but. I
1: saw that. I got, I got really it was, excited. It was, yeah, yeah, it was cool.
0: Like, is <laughs> it that? was so neat. I, I kept looking. I'm like, is that brass knucks on his mic? That,
1: see, I looked at awesome. like, he's got brass knuckles. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. The good, thing was. stuff.
1: Yeah. The thing with Sebastian Bach that I always thought I would see him and think, wow, he's a very like attractive, good looking man. But he's also a really pretty girl. Like he, because he kind of went back in the '80s with the makeup and the hair, a lot of the glam rock, glam he, metal. They never
0: did glam stuff though, Skid Row. But his
1: bone structure, and they had the he, yeah, they had makeup on.
0: No, Skid Row.
1: Yeah, if you look at the pictures of him, it looks like he has the makeup on, and I'm like, he would make such a pretty girl too.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Him, them wearing makeup ever i don't think they did the glam stuff well i don't think he
1: had the b- big hair
0: he had long hair yeah I mean, he still has but long it was
1: teased out a bit and just uh, maybe, maybe it's his know. bone structure because i'm like is that man wearing like like bronzing like contouring makeup because his, he had really he has really good facial bone structure but i just remember thinking like he's a really good looking guy but he also makes a really pretty girl
0: now, that was that your first time ever seeing him live? Yes, because yeah.
1: remember I told you that is, I've always wanted to see Skid Row, but it would have to be with Sebastian Bach.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: This, this is good enough. I, I'll settle for that. That was great.
0: See, I saw the, the original Skid Row with Sebastian Bach back in 1992 on the Slave to the Grind tour, and Pantera was opening for them. I saw them in Worcester at the auditorium and that show was insane I'd never heard of Pantera before so that was my first time seeing Pantera and experiencing them oh wow and then yeah when Skid Row came out and played they were they were amazing then it was oh, they're so good such a good band I wish they'd get back together like the the entire original lineup but yeah I don't think it's going to happen. It doesn't. It, it doesn't sound like they want to get back together with Sebastian Bach. He's open to it. And he mentions it all the time. He said it a couple of times during the show. But I don't think the yeah, the band's moved on.
1: Think about they have, a,
0: they have a singer that's been with them now for like the last ten plus years. So
1: yeah, think about how much money they can make on tour.
0: Yeah, we yeah we discussed this uh, at that night and pro- probably either on the way there or on the way home from the show, and we we talked about it and. Something. It I can't just be what they say. There's got to be more to it. There's got to be. And and you know what? If there isn't, then more power to them for sticking to their principles and just like sticking to their guns with yeah. with the decisions they've made. But there's got to be more to it than just they didn't want to open for kiss or <laughs> or whatever the story was. Yeah. There's got to be more to it. like somebody had to have messed around with somebody's wife or girlfriend or it's got to be some deep personal stuff there. We we talked about this with with uh, Gorman at the show, and he said he, he said no. He Skid Row just thinks Sebastian Buck's a giant pain in the ass. I guess I could see that too, but just think of the amount of money they could make if they went out and they toured together again, even if it's just for a summer tour. They roll even, in the money. Not
1: even the they money. Would sell
0: out stadiums.
1: Think of how many people they would just make so happy. When you think about it, isn't it kind of selfish of them not to get together?
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I've heard the you know a couple of the members, the original members. Uh, is, it's uh, Dave Snake Sabo and Rachel Boland. I've heard them in different interviews on the Eddie Trunk Show and a couple other things. And they, they don't really like to talk about it too much. They've, they kind of pretty much, they don't really badmouth Sebastian Bach. But they just say, "What well, we've moved on. We've got our new singer. We've been with him for over however many years it's been. I think it's been over 10 years. And they put out like three or four albums with the guy. And They seem to just like where they're at. So like I said, more power to them. It's just it's a shame that they, they won't get back together and, and just, just tour. Never mind recording. Just tour. Just just mm-hmm. one tour. If they did like a summer tour or something, oh, it'd be Thank so you awesome. one day. Yeah, never say never, mm-hmm. and it's it it helps that Sebastian Bach is open to it. Obviously, like I said, he mentions yeah. it all the time. He always talks about it. Um, but it it was very it was very interesting just hearing him talking about certain things in between songs and interacting with the crowd and just
1: it was really cool. Yeah, he there was, was one he was point very cool. where they showed the Billboard chart and yeah, they, were they were number one, one. Yeah. and Rolling Stones were number two, and him talking about that and seeing his face and how like it's like you could feel the excitement that he felt yeah when that happened and i thought yeah. that was so neat to almost to t- i guess capture that glimpse of somebody's personal life of what they're going through and how they felt during a moment like that yeah a lot of people don't think of that when they listen to their favorite bands of how they feel when oh my gosh we're number one and rolling stones is number two yeah that must be an incredible feeling
0: yeah think about that yeah <laughs> yeah so it, yeah it was, was really neat yeah it was pretty cool he had, they, it wasn't like an elaborate stage setup or anything like that again they're playing it's it's a club tour Yeah, but uh he had it was a couple of big screen tvs he lost it on a couple of people at one point which I think I w- some
1: guys were pushing into the TV yeah
0: I was waiting for him to have an outburst because he's done that in the past so I was waiting for one and then it happened I was like but oh it wasn't even
1: like an outburst No, it, it was, was awesome like, get it was off like- that from screens or whatever like yeah.
0: yeah but yeah but it was like he was mad like you could tell he was he was angry oh well,
1: yeah because people aren't being but I was I was, I was waiting property. for him like jump
0: in the crowd and jump on these guys It was awesome he did, that didn't happen, no. but he went off on the guys. It was pretty, I was like, he, yeah, he, he an outburst. He was so cool, though. Yes. No, <laughs> it, it was
1: barely that. It was whatever. But no, he was just, like, you, you, you listen to him talking, you're like, man, I want to hang out with you. You seem really cool. Yeah, he
0: seems like a cool guy. He has a. He wrote a book, uh, 18 and Life on Skid Row, and I read, I started reading some of it, and then I got sidetracked, and I never finished it. Uh, Gorman read it, and he said it's really good. Uh, definitely going to go back and, and try to finish that now. But yeah, he seems like just a cool guy, and like you said, just that moment where he's talking about that being number one and stuff, you could see like him reliving that. it was just cool because it's
1: like you could see it in his face, yeah, you like, could see it like, in his face like yeah. it really meant something to him yeah
0: absolutely and and just to think about it too, thirty years ago, he was twenty one
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like that's a twenty one year old who was the you know part of a band that's number one on billboard. I had a, the Rolling Stones who even then were legends, never mind now. It's it's just insane. But yeah, it was just kind of cool. I'd I mentioned to you when we first got there that I never really went to a lot of concerts in clubs. Mm-hmm. It would always be big arena acts. And that was the first time seeing like a somewhat big name in that kind of- Isn't a, it great? In, in a, an intimate setting like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool because I don't think if he was, you know, at say the TD Gardens in Boston or some big stadium, I don't think he would have that kind of interaction with the crowd- but in a setting like this where it's a little more intimate, it's just maybe five, six hundred people or however many people are in that place. It was just cool because he was, you know, he was just talking to the audience and you could tell he's just having back and forth and he's having a blast. You can tell the guy loves what he does. Oh yeah. Which translates into the music and obviously, you know, he gives that out into the crowd. And it's like I, I I've heard this said for for wrestling, and I and I've said it too when I when I used to train people and teach people. The audience can tell if you're having fun, and in turn, they're going to have fun. It just kind of bleeds over into whoever's watching you, you know? And you could tell this guy, he loves what he does. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal at what he does. Mm-hmm. And, and he was having a blast, and it was just, it was just fun. I'm, just, I'm really glad that we, that we decided to go because, yeah, it was just a really good experience. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: But I think before we go on any further, we should take a little break, and we'll be back in just a minute
1: hello i'm julian star and i'm matt spectro otherwise known as tarzan taylor are you a fan of new england are you a fan of professional wrestling then truth justice and the new england pro wrestling way is the podcast for you where we get in depth and not only discuss what happens in the ring but out of the ring as well every episode is going to feature a brand new guest Strictly from the New England Pro Wrestling scene Not just wrestlers, managers, referees, ring announcers You never know what's going to happen Truth, Justice, and the New England Pro Wrestling Way Is the only podcast that will guarantee 100% the truth And there's a 50% chance of that New episode every other Wednesday Available on all major podcasting apps
0: So we were just talking about our experience at the Sebastian Bach concert And I mentioned how I first saw Skid Row back in 1992 when Pantera opened up Mm -hmm. for them. Can you remember the first ever concert that you went to?
1: I I remember I've seen a few concerts and I can't remember what I saw first. I remember with my dad, we saw the Beach Boys somewhere in Lowell. All right. And that was in the 80s. Yeah. I remember my dad took me to see Tiffany at the Lowell Auditorium. Awesome. Yeah. I think we're alone now, Tiffany. (laughs) Awesome. And one of the awesomest concerts of my youth was seeing Jackal and Damn Yankees at the Lowell Auditorium.
0: All right. Jackal with the chainsaw. Yes. Terrific.
1: That's how I knew we were meant for each other because you knew who Jack you didn't only know who Jackal was, but you liked them.
0: Yeah. They're all right.
1: Usually to people I talk about Jackal and how awesome they are and everyone be like, uh, either. I don't know who that is or is that the band with the chainsaw? Yeah. Oh, you like them? <laughs> 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 yeah. Cause they're great.
0: Got I got to give it to a, a band that uses a chainsaw as a musical instrument. That's creative. After
1: I heard, after I heard them, saw their videos on MTV I remember I wanted to learn how to play the chainsaw. Now, remember, I was a girl who my dad wouldn't even let me mow the lawn. He wasn't going to let me use a chainsaw. But man, I wanted to. I really wanted to learn how to play the chainsaw.
0: Awesome. Maybe one day. Yeah, (laughs) maybe when you're not burning your hands on the lawnmower, we'll we'll up up you to the chainsaw. Touche. Yeah. I remember the first band I ever saw live. Huey Lewis and the News in 1986. So awesome. I still remember that concert. I was like nine or 10 at the time. So good. Such a good show. So fun. I'm jealous. You're looking at me like what? I'm jealous. Oh, Oh, they're so good. So uh, even now in 2019, if Huey Lewis and the News comes on the radio, I will listen to them and i have actually played some huey lewis in the news for our boys mm-hmm. and they they like huey they like huey mm-hmm. so yeah huey lewis in the news freaking awesome i don't care what anybody says and shout out to my sister my younger sister who has seen them i don't know how many times live but she follows them around her and her fiance follow them around and have seen them live so many times now it's ridiculous but yeah, Hue- Huey Lewis and the News was the first band that I ever saw live. First concert I, I, I ever went to. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you, so you saw the Beach Boys. Yeah, I remember now, it I never was got,
1: outside. It was like an outdoor Like an outdoor place. thing? Yeah. Okay, it's,
0: I saw, not the Beach Boys, but I saw the Monkees outdoors in Boston. Back in, I want to say it was 94. It was either 90, late 94, early 95, I saw them live. It was like monkeys? a free show, and it was outdoors, and it was awesome. It was so awesome. Davy Jones was there singing and everything. So, so good. It was so fun. Monkeys. Yeah, it was. Oh, I love the monkeys, too. I still love the monkeys. I used to watch their show in WLVI. Yeah. yeah, same yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, that was a fun show. Uh, it wasn't like my... It, seen a million concerts between huey and them but that was just a fun show you mentioned the beach boys being outdoors and that's just kind of oh beach Boys, the monkeys i know i know the monkeys were more of a beatles ripoff Mm. but still no
1: they were awesome they were awesome yeah Yeah, they were
0: fantastic
1: one band that we've both seen but not together and i don't think we've been to the same shows but we've seen them at different places at different times was green day
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i've seen them a couple times a couple couple of different times I saw them before, or I saw them when they started to kind of hit big. It, I saw them in '94 at the Hatch Shell in Boston. It was a free show, and that's the show where I don't remember exactly what happened. Something happened, and they only played like two or three songs, and they split. They got mm-hmm. they they took off. I want to say that they were throwing people were throwing stuff at them on stage because that was right after Woodstock '94, where they threw mud at them, and it became like a big thing and i think people in boston decided oh we're going to be cool and do the same thing or be better or whatever and uh billy joe the singer yeah. he wasn't having any of it and, I, and they left and the place that's like everybody was that the riot? it was riots yeah it was full scale riots and i'm in i'm down there with a couple of my friends one of one of our buddies drove us down i remember getting really really close to the stage and there was they they were doing blanket tossing they were blanket tossing people and some big guys just grabbed me and tried to get me to drag me over to get me tossed. And I'm like... Because I was a small kid. And and they're dragging me over to try to blanket toss me. And I'm trying to fight them. And like three or four skater kids just came up and saw me getting dragged against my will. And they came over and started beating on these big guys with their skateboards. And I'm just like, thank you. They're like, yeah, man, no problem. No problem. Yeah, we got your back. I'm like, But yeah, was, I almost got tossed up. And they were just tossing people like they were whizzing them up in the air like it was yeah it was pretty pretty scary and i remember getting separated from my friends and as like all hell's breaking loose and i'm just trying to get to like a clear area i'm walking on the sidewalk just walking on the main road and wherever the hatch shell's located in boston whatever road that is and i'm just walking and thinking this is pre-cell phone pre-pager you know, i didn't have anything there were pay phones that you would call home to you know and i had no way of getting in touch with my friends no no nothing finally i'm just walking along and my friend they they pulled up in the car after i had been walking for like 15 20 minutes just not having a clue what i'm gonna do looking behind me and just seeing all hell breaking loose just people going nuts rioting and looting and all this other stuff It was it was nuts wow yeah, so that was my, my Green Day concert, I've my first them, one.
1: I've seen them a few different times, but there was one where I was concerned I might die.
0: Which one was that?
1: It was at a Warp Tour. I don't remember which Warp Tour it was. Okay. But there were so many people kind of swarmed together, and I wasn't by a pit or anything, but there were just so many people, and kids are like pogoing, jumping up and down. Yeah. And this one, and it was, I think it was like, All these places, the warp Tours are outside. Mm -hmm. So you have to deal with dirt. And if it's dry, all the dust coming up. Yeah. This one girl in front of me fell down and people were stepping on her. So I bent down to pick her up. I helped her up and somebody knocked me down. And then I started getting trampled on.
0: No good turn goes unpunished. I know.
1: But it wasn't even getting trampled on, getting stepped on. It was all the dirt that was creating like a... like a cloud of dirt that I was inhaling and I thought I was going to suffocate. Jeez. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of scary, but I just started punching people's legs, trying to take people out of the knees. So somebody would realize that, Hey, I'm on the ground. I'm getting stepped on and I can't breathe. And then finally some people helped me up.
0: Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Green day live. I didn't have an experience like that thankfully i just almost got blanket tossed <laughs> into oblivion uh, <laughs> but, but now when i saw i saw them a couple other times live and they were good but it seemed like they were very short shows i, I saw them uh, th- that one time at the hatchell obviously was two or three songs and then i saw them again on the insomniac tour and again on the nimrod tour and then i didn't see them again after that but the the shows The complete shows that I saw them at, they seemed, they were very short. They were maybe 45 minutes to an hour long at the most. And I mean, a lot of their songs are maybe two, three minutes anyway, but I figured they would at least play more than just the new hits Mm -hmm. off of their latest album that they're touring for. Figured they'd play more than just, you know, when I come around and, you know, I figured they'd play more, but they didn't. Yeah. It was very, they were very quick shows, but they were high energy, obviously, you know, and they were, they were good. Nice. I remember them being really good.
1: You mentioned the hat shell. I remember yeah. one band that I saw there. They might be giants.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> it was so cool.
1: Everyone started a giant conga line. Wow. <laughs> it was so neat. It, it was <laughs> just everyone there was so cool. And like they were happy to be there and easygoing. And everyone there just wanted to have fun. And that was so great.
0: That's awesome. You it see really that, was. that's And that's how it should be. I mean... Whether it's heavy metal or hard rock or punk or ska, ska. or whatever whatever kind of music, it, you should go and have fun. I I, I don't get the, the whole mosh pit thing. I never understood it. And I like that kind of music. I just, I never understood I the whole... I don't
1: think the intention's to go in there and hurt other people. It's just to go and dance for the kids who don't know how to dance.
0: By punching and kicking everybody? That's dancing? I i don't get it i never got it i still don't get it i don't understand it it's i just think it's fun. i think it's ridiculous personally i think it's just not anyway well moving on not not a fan of the mosh pits uh-huh. that's just me i am i guess i'm not cool hey you're but, your own but, person
1: but, you have your but, beliefs well, and your thoughts and that's okay
0: yeah we'll,
1: we'll agree to disagree
0: sure Uh, What about Metallica? Have you seen Metallica Live? No. You've never seen Metallica Live? No. Okay, we're going to have to remedy this. We're going to fix that.
1: I've told you that's another concert I want to see that. So good. Mm -hmm. So
0: good. I've seen them three times now. But you know who I did see? Who
1: you haven't? Who? Motorhead.
0: Yeah, that that unfortunately will never happen for me now. It's too bad.
1: It was so good. I
0: bet. Yeah, Lemmy. Lemmy. Rest in peace, sir. Mm-hmm. What else? Who else have you seen that I haven't seen? Probably, probably a lot. <laughs> probably a lot of bands.
1: <laughs> I've seen lots and lots of bands. Yes.
0: You know who I, I've never seen is Faith No More. I've I still know, never seen them live. But
1: every time they've come on tour to get tickets, it's so expensive. And it's usually a weeknight. And it's just like a, uh, to get somebody to watch the kids and then have to, you know, get eh. up in the morning.
0: No, it's not an excuse. It's not a good enough excuse. I should have seen them. (laughs) I'm sure they'll go out and tour again because now they've, since they reunited, well, they reunited in 2009 and they went out on tour again in 2010 and then they toured again when they released uh, their last album, their latest album in 2015. So I'm sure that they're going to go around again and this time there won't be any excuse. I will finally go and see them live. Or we will finally go and see them live. If you want to go with me. I'm going to go by myself. If, if you don't want to go, of I don't care. Of course I want to go. All right. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: I know we never. This was actually only the second concert that we've been to. Yeah. In our in our decade together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what was the first one? The
1: first one was Poison. So good. And that was last year. <laughs> it
0: was so awesome too. What a good show. What a good show. Oh,
1: it was so good. Yeah. That. Every song. just. Yeah so fun so good
0: yeah yeah brett michaels is the man what a showman oh, the whole band the whole band is just awesome just so good
1: but i gotta say you're talking about the whole band and a showman motley crew i've been able to see them a few times never, they never put see on me. a great show very entertaining i bet
0: yeah i never yes. got never got to see them live yes big exactly. fan of the crew yes. but never got to see them i live. did
1: i got to see them
0: now did you see them on their final tour no, because that was just recently. No, that was just recent. That was like within the last five years. Yeah, I. I saw heard those it. shows were not good, and that that was like universally people were mm. like they the, they weren't very good. I think good. we
1: wanted to go, but we ended up. We ended up not, not going. going, and I'm
0: I'm kind of glad we didn't because every everywhere you looked, anybody that put out a review or if you looked on social media, people that went, nobody said it was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was clips that were surfacing online. Vince Neil looked like he was just didn't want to be there. Just very. Half singing the songs I
1: saw them a few times Between like The year 2000 And 2010
0: All Maybe right. huh. 2009 Yeah yeah, yeah maybe, maybe they but were better that was better the window then. I
1: saw them a few times I don't okay. remember The exact year
0: yeah. yeah Big fan of the crew mm-hmm.
1: I have not I have never seen Guns N' Roses I know Me they neither. toured But we didn't go
0: Yeah I had an opportunity Back in 91 To see Metallica Guns and Roses, With Faith No More opening, and I didn't go. Aww. Yeah, I didn't go. I can't remember why. I just remember somebody was getting tickets. I think that, yeah, because I didn't have money. That's what it was. Um, I was, jeez, 12 or 13. I didn't have a job yet, or I didn't have, I didn't have enough money to get a ticket. Cause I remember back then, tickets, I mean, they're pretty expensive for Never mind for back then. For today, they'd be expensive. They were, they were like 150 bucks. But you were seeing Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and Faith No More. That would have been a hell of a show, I'm sure. Yeah, it would. Especially back in 91 when they were all at their, their peaks. Or at the time they were at their peaks. You can argue whether or not they've done better since or not. Mm. But yeah, it was like right when Metallica was touring for the Black Album. Guns N' Roses was doing the Use Your Illusion tour. And Faith No More was still kind of riding the success of the Real Thing album. It's regrettable that I wasn't able to go to that show because they played, I remember they played at Foxborough Stadium in Massachusetts or whatever was, I think it was Foxborough Stadium is what it was called then.
1: I just remembered I saw ACDC at the Boston Garden.
0: Really? You saw ACDC live? That must have been a good show.
1: It was awesome. I bet. Nice. It was so cool. Angus Young. (laughs)
0: Tremendous.
1: (laughs) It was so great. In his little schoolboy outfit, jumping one leg with the other leg out, playing guitar. Awesome! No, that that show was so fun. I mean, I think I was twelve when I saw them, twelve or thirteen, and I went with my friends, and it was just so neat. It was like I'm this kid, and I'm yeah. you know, and not parents nowhere around. I was really lucky. I saw Ozzy Osbourne. Really? Yeah. I saw Ozzy Osbourne again, I think I might have been fourteen. Wow. Thirteen or fourteen. And again I went with friends. And we have friends who were old enough to drive and they drove us and no parents. And I'm just like looking back thinking, How awesome are my parents? They let me go to all these shows and concerts.
0: Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm very lucky. Thank you, mom and dad, if you're listening.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So what would you say for you? See, I hate doing the whole what's your favorite? What's the best? Uh, Cuz yeah, I, I don't like doing that whole deal because it's tough to pick just one. Everything everything has its own unique special.
1: Well, they're all special moments. There's yeah. something about each one that makes it special. Yeah. So and I've I, seen I, so. I've seen so many bands. I got to see Slaughter and the Dogs at CBGB's. I was able to go to that club a few times and check out different bands. I know a lot of people have no idea who Slutter and the Dogs are. but I'm one of those
0: people has no idea who that is. They're
1: good. <laughs> check them out. All right. Yes. And I, I got to go there for shows, and that was really fun.
0: You know, there was a band that I saw. This was when I was in high school, and they played at my high school. They were called XL, like the letter mm-hmm. X and then L. I've never heard of them since. I've never seen them since. Never saw them before then. I remember just there was posters that were put up around my school to go see this band. And it wasn't students at the high school or anything like that. It was like a touring band. And they played in my high school auditorium. Now they drew maybe 50 people. It wasn't a lot. It was a small crowd. But they were good. Like they were really good. That's awesome. And they, were, they, just, they played all original stuff. And I remember just... I don't know what made me want to go, but I figured, oh, the rock band at my school. Cool. And with myself and my, my one of my friends in high school, we went together. And yeah, I remember just being like, wow, this is actually really awesome. This is really cool.
1: Do you remember a place called Cafe Savoy in Manchester, New Hampshire?
0: I remember hearing about it. I, I used never to go there all the time for there. shows. No, no. Yeah, really. when
1: I was like in high school, I would go there. Cool. Yeah. And awesome bands would play. And I actually, I believe I met your cousin Artie there. Huh. And it wasn't until after we were dating and then I saw him and I'm like, I know you. <laughs> he went to shows. You were in a band. Tremendous. Yeah. Small world.
0: It is. It is a small world. After all. Yes. Any uh, memorable venues you've been to? You mentioned CBGB's. We, we talked about the hat Shell. I think
1: a couple of my favorite would had the Rat. In okay. more square in Boston yeah um in the Middle East those are two venues I went to a lot for shows
0: and those are like bars right yeah like, like the rat Scholar. Kind of we called
1: the rat and it was a bar upstairs and then downstairs it was the basement and they had a stage and a bar and I just remember you would walk in and there would be like you I, I leaned on the bar and I had a red plaid bondage dress and I leaned against the bar talking to some friends and I came up and there was this brown sticky stuff. I don't know what it was, but it was sticky and gross and I was like, it's on my pretty dress. And I had to <laughs> had a hard time washing it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That place um it wasn't the cleanest, but
0: Did you ever go to the Empire Theater in Manchester? No. Yeah, the Empire Theater was it was a old movie theater and it got basically the person that ended up buying it would run like hardcore shows there. I saw Sam Blackchurch there. Nice. Uh, Sheer Terror. Who else played there? Jeez, there was a bunch of bands played there. And a band that I was in in high school, we used to practice there because the guy, the guy that owned it actually, his son was a singer in a band that I was in for like two months. Yeah, it was pretty. Just thinking back, it's like, why did my parents allow me to go and hang out at these places? Because <laughs> they're pretty, like I wouldn't let my kids hang out there. Aww. They're pretty pretty seedy joints. <laughs> but, you know, again, that and that's where I first saw, I remember that's where I first was, like in person saw a mosh pit and got close to one and got punched in the face just for standing there. And I was like, okay, this is stupid. Should have like, gone out of the way. I don't, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but th- that's where I first saw it. I'm just like, is this what a mosh pit is like up close? And people just bleeding and punching and, and i'm like why why can't you just sit back and listen to music and just have fun nope got to get in and punch and kick and, and people were had to wear steel toe boots yeah. to make sure you kicked real hard and I hurt actually, somebody i was at a so show dumb. it was
1: the ducky boys at the rat it was like punk rock summer slam i forget what year might have been like 95 or 96 and a certain someone who i will not name kicked me in the face with his steel toe boots I wasn't in the pit. I was along the outside and he came up, ran up and kicked me in the face. And I believe that's when I got my nose broken, but it didn't bleed. It just got like swollen and I got um, a black eye and popped blood vessels under my eye. But I just remember being so mad because he ruined my makeup. And I was like, is my lipstick okay? Because I'm a lady and I have priorities. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really care about getting kicked in the face or anything. I was more worried about my makeup.
0: Okay, yeah, so Mosh Pits are dumb, again. Uh, no. Just not a fan. I just don't see the point, personally. But anyhow, mm. yeah, so the the Empire Theater was a memorable place. Wasn't exactly the cleanest place, but memorable, nonetheless. Yeah, I'm surprised you never no, weren't there or anything. I didn't. Hmm. I mean, this was, like, early 90s, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other memorable venues or places I've seen a show concert now nah, because everything else was pretty much big arena type stuff yeah. and there I mean were, all there's
1: a ton of places in Boston there was a club in Haverhill and I can't remember the name of it but I used to go there a lot for shows a lot of my friends bands would play there and it was really fun and yeah there i've been to so many places for shows uh, tt the bears was another fun place to go to they had a tiny little stage so a band like kings of nothing would go on with they have like a lot of people in their band so they'd all fit on stage and it it was really fun there's something about smaller clubs that just give you that much more of a personal touch when you're listening to the bands that you like
0: yeah i think i think that's with anything yeah. it's just more yeah, like like I said, more personal, more intimate setting. Yeah. That's why when I wrestled, I told you my favorite building ever to wrestle in was the Littleton yeah. Opera House, just because it was so just so awesome, just a great atmosphere. So anyhow, if if you've got nothing else, I think this is a good good point to start wrapping yeah, up the show. Yeah, let's
1: wrap it up. Put a bow on it.
0: Yeah, we'll put a bow on this Send one and it out. Uh, definitely reach out to us and let us know if you've had any memorable experiences at a concert you've ever gotten kicked in the face just for standing there for no reason because mosh pits are dumb
1: enough hush
0: gosh anyhow. have
1: you been to some of the shows that we've talked about yeah what are did some you see sebastian bach
0: yeah have you seen sebastian bach on this current yes. tour let us know Tell what you us. thought about it and it better be good <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow reach out to us on our twitter at
1: homewrecker pod instagram Homewrecker Podcast.
0: Or visit us on our website.
1: www.homewreckerpodcast.com
0: And as always, if you like what you hear, please tell a friend, rate, and subscribe us on iTunes.
1: Five stars, please.
0: Yes. And until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, and I've been joined by my beautiful... Lovely. Gorgeous.
1: Redheaded.
0: Redheaded. What are you doing my material for (laughs) me now? I can think of my own adjectives. (laughs) I can think of my own things. Oh, can you? I don't know. Can I? Would you give me the chance?
1: Mouth is shut. Amazing.
0: Amazing. Did I say amazing already? See, I lost my train of thought. Now I've got to start over again. As always, I've been joined by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, redheaded, big gunned <laughs> trophy wife, Monique.
1: Bang, bang, shoot him up. And you've been listening to the Home Record Podcast.